is the man of mystery. Welcome back to the show, Blainer. Hello. Oh my God, we got so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start. I know. I'm excited about these TVs, to be honest. Uh, and then there's this thing about fitness you had on there. And then I stopped reading at that point. Cause I was like, I don't like fitness. No, it's um, good for you. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, technology, it's kind of under the wire here for tech. If we're looking for Christmas gifts, we got to get some stuff done, but there's so many things going on. Blaine Kylo, where do we start here? Well, I think, I think we need to start with the breaking news, which is there are two lawsuits announced today. Um, one by the Federal Trade Commission and one by a group of 48 states and districts against Facebook. Um, and it's all about anti-competitive and monopolies and the, we, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, literally these things were just announced, but when you've got the FTC and, you know, almost all of the states in the union coming after you, something's going to happen and it could be, uh, the forced splitting off of Instagram and WhatsApp, um, which Facebook acquired and are part of why it's got so much clout in the social space right now, um, might be that they have to get permission before they can acquire anybody else. Who knows? But this is a huge deal. When Netscape went after Microsoft in the 90s, it got ugly. It took a long time. And it meant that Bill Gates really kind of left the public as the public head of the company. So, I mean, it could have big ramifications if history repeats itself. Yeah, and and I think that there are some similarities, um, but it's also such a totally different world now. Um, one of the things, I mean, we work in media, and so it's hard not to get angry at what Facebook did, that the biggest thing from a media um, person's perspective is Facebook falsely claimed that there was all of this traffic going to videos online and essentially killed um, all of the traditional media because they convinced advertisers to move over to this new Facebook social video. And it turns out that they were lying the whole time, that video was not as popular as they had said it was going to be. And in the meantime, all of the traditional um, media companies that like newspapers and magazines that had tried to pivot to doing video and lost their shirts in doing so, um, they, they were gone before they could even do anything about it and facebook is like oh yeah sorry i guess i guess it wasn't as popular as we said it was gonna i guess be. we counted wrong um but you should always i mean that, there, there's always been that though in the sales pitch of all things you should never believe things to be exactly true when you know we people would say oh yeah we're the number one radio station and everywhere in all the land and that could be true but you probably should ask some questions and say number one at what because Right. Like, I mean, you got to be little due diligence, too. I mean, so many people went in that blindly. It was crazy. But yeah, it's good but to it, see. But, it, but it's so it's such a totally different space. Right. And yeah. and they weren't playing fair and they didn't have to follow the same rules as everybody else because they're like, well, we're not publishers. We're just sharing stuff and giving people a platform to share things. But in fact, uh, they are publishers and they should have to follow the same rules as all the other publishers. Well, it lands from where one safe place for me is that in a community, if you go up and you put up a bunch of uh, really nasty posters on telephone poles, uh, the community has to take those down. And if you go up and you um, spray paint a building, like tag it, vandal style, um, then that building and the city or whatever town has to take it down. So someone is responsible for those messages 
including the the structure around it, right? So like you go post nasty things on Facebook and they say, well, it's just there. That's like leaving the hate messaging up on a side of a wall downtown. You can't do that. And someone's got to be accountable. So these things will change, which is which is good news. Blaine Kylo at SoloCore on the Twitter, SoloCore.com. 4K TVs. What are we doing? Well, I've got these two new video game systems, right? The PS5 and the Xbox Series X. And they would be useless to me if I didn't get a different TV. Um, and so if you're in the market for a TV and you're in the market for one of these new consoles, you have to get the new TV. There is absolutely no point in getting either of the new consoles if you're using a 1080p, you know, what we used to call high definition, um, because the new consoles are creating and, and displaying visuals that your TV just can't do. Now, I did not have the budget to buy a brand new TV this month. Um, so I was really thankful that Samsung was able to kit me out with one of their Q60Ts. Um, it's a, the one that I've got is a 75 inch model. It's massive. It's probably bigger for this space, but I'm certainly not complaining about it. Um, I'll be sad when I have to give it back because wow, it's hard to go back from something so large. Uh, and it's 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 a QLED, right? So it's an LED. It's it's great in bright rooms. It's giving me 4K, so double the resolution of your 1080p television. It's got really nice high dynamic range functionality. So that means that when you've got really bright areas of the screen or really dark shadowy areas of the screen, they're not just white or black. You actually see detail in the highlights and in the shadows. And that HDR is super amazing. Um, and these things are essential for the graphics that are being displayed by the new consoles. Uh, put it in your bedroom. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't think that would go over very well. Now, there's one thing that's lacking on the 60T, and it, it can't hit 120 hertz on the refresh. Now, if you're just watching movies and TV and TV, you're not going to notice that. It's not going to make a difference. But some games, you really want to have that super high refresh rate because it means you've got a cleaner, smoother animation. Um, and better yet would be variable refresh rate. And the more expensive TVs out there will give you variable refresh rates. They'll also, those more expensive TVs, will give you HDMI 2.1, which is also missing from the Q60T. But uh, for the price point, which is about 1200 bucks on the 75 inch. Um, the Q series, uh, Q60T from Samsung is pretty good. Next week, Apple's getting into the fitness world. Now, is this Apple going after sort of the Peloton world or is it totally different? Uh, sort of, but not exclusively. Um, now, Apple's been circling around health ever since the Apple Watch was first released, right? It's always been able to do activity tracking and things like that. And it, so this is a logical continuation of Apple's mission to, uh, around health and fitness. And so Fitness Plus is the is kind of like the Peloton model where you're going to be able to take advantage of studio workouts from your home. You can watch these things on your Apple TV on your iPad or your iPhone, you can, all of the biometrics that are tracked on your Apple watch factor right into all this. So you can do all kinds of tracking of your progress, but it's not just like Peloton is just cycling, right? 
what Apple Fitness Plus is doing is you can do high intensity interval training, there's strength workouts, yoga, dance, core workouts, also cycling if you have any other kind of a, of a stationary bike. If you've got a treadmill, you can do walking and running programs, you can do rowing programs, and there's even cool down programs that are going to be part of Fitness Plus. And that's only the start. I think that you'll see more types of workouts as people indicate to Apple that there's a demand. This is, this is a pretty cool thing. 13 bucks a month, 100 bucks a year, or better yet, bundle it up in an Apple One bundle, which includes your Apple Music, your Apple TV Plus, your Apple Arcade, a bunch of iCloud storage space, news if you want it, and Fitness Plus. And when you do that, you can also share it with members of your family. So you can actually share your Fitness Plus membership with up to six family members. So you amortize that o over your partner and all your kids, and it's pretty cheap uh, fitness programs. Uh, if Apple ever moves into the world of uh, wearing yoga pants and taking pictures of their butts on Instagram, boy, there's going to be a lot of people out of jobs, also known as fitness experts. Um, so can we, uh, can we, your gift guide, can we do that after the break? And then we'll get into the game stuff now. Would that work for you? Totally works. Okay, let's do that. So let's get into the game awards. We'll save uh, Blaine Kylo's gift guide for after we do the break. Uh, let's get started with the awards and the games. So last week we got a question about Elden Ring and I gapped on it. But then after the show, I've like, dug in to figure out what was going on. And I know now why everybody was talking about it. Um, the, the game was first announced at E3 in 2019, but it was being talked about last week because a Bandai Namco marketing executive, Bandai Namco is publishing the game, referred to the Game Awards, which is an awards program that airs tomorrow. They referred to this as a big day. And so there was then rampant speculation that, well, if the Game Awards is a big day for this Bandai Namco company, it must mean that Elden Ring is going to be announced, maybe. And so that's why people were talking about Elden Ring last week. We'll find out tomorrow, because the Game Awards broadcast tomorrow, Thursday, December 10th. There's a pre-show at 3.30 Pacific, uh, which is 6.30 Eastern. And you can watch it on like 45 different platforms, including your usual favorites. And there's always announcements and reveals that happen during these things. So not only can you um, find out what games um, critics and the public think were the best this year, but you can also maybe find out what the release date for Elden Ring might be. I think it's ironic that they're asking gamer people to stop playing video games to watch TV. It seems incredibly backwards, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no, you can do both of those at the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I miss it out. All right, um, let's get this clip for Immortals Phoenix Rising. Typhon is free. You need my help. Let the tale of Phoenix my redemption oh no not another of your boring stories how long is this going to take <laughs> this guy sounds like borat what's the game about yeah um so that was prometheus and zeus and they are 
you know, what you heard there is very much the tone of this. It's quite, it's, it's hilarious, actually. Prometheus, he's still chained to the rock where Zeus chained him for giving fire to humans. And, but Zeus needs Prometheus's help because Typhon is going to escape and is going to rise up from Tartarus, um, to take out the Greek gods. And he's already taken out a bunch of the gods. Zeus is the only one left. And so the whole game is actually Prometheus telling the story to Zeus and them having this banter back and forth while you play the lone hero, Phoenix. You can be either a female or male, and you're the last hope in this battle. This is a massive open world game. It is um, like... If you took Breath of the Wild, Nintendo's game, um, the, the latest Zelda game, and married it with Assassin's Creed, that's what you've got here. And it's all steeped in Greek mythology. So some really interesting, fun stories being told, um, excellent combat and navigation through the world, and puzzles and all kinds of things to explore and discover and it, I'm amazed at how much fun I'm having with Immortals Phoenix Rising and my kids are waiting their turn but I won't let them on the console. Oh really? Is that a fight in your house when you guys wrestle over the controllers? Sometimes. Yeah. I what's always the win. uh what's what yeah I, you're the dad. You can always win. Uh, so what's your favorite game to play with your kids? We got about 15 seconds. You know what? I wish that this actually had uh, co-op because I would be playing this. But um, Minecraft Dungeons is what we've been playing with together. That's the game for the two of us. With you and the kids. Cool, huh? Yeah. That's neat. Blaine Kylo joins us here on the show. 877-399-9898. Text coming in. Yes. Elden Ring. Thanks for the info. Thumbs up. Uh, Lots of excited people about that one, Blainer. Well, I hope they're not disappointed tomorrow. Well, yeah, with the... uh, the lack of announcement or oh, if that doesn't there happen, there will be other things announced. So, uh, you know, the game awards are actually a decent show. Um, it's all about video games and not only celebrating the things that we've all been playing and enjoying, but it is a good look at what might be coming out next year. Is it, um, is it kind of like a, like a, a Grammys for video games kind of Disney? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's a celebration of the hard work that, the teams of people do you know so grammys or academy awards you know pick your flavor yeah um uh, it's interesting i just say not everybody games right so we can sort of try to help everyone understand you know how that kind of works i know there's a lot of people wish they would they would game because being a dad and playing video games with the kids would be super fun and there was a, a tiktok video that was played uh that was uh, sort of shared all over social media and sunshine sparkle pants here he uh, he picked us up for uh, us today and this is a teen posting a video of his dad playing Call of Duty with his brother, brothers and his buddies from college. He recorded his dad uh, just uh, just really grinding, if you will, on the games. Once they um, once you control the HQ, you can't respawn until you lose it. That's Wayne. That's Wayne. You got to get in there and battle. Rob's in there battling. All right, here's where we get our points, Mike. Now just back off and shoot these chumps. God damn you. Oh, Rob, good battling, buddy. Put it up, Mike. Put it up. Now get out of there. Oh, all the life out of it. That was good. Come, Rob. <laughs> Come in, side door, side door. Oh, they got me. God dang it. 
<laughs> I didn't live to see the victory. Oh my oh my goodness. Is that a dad sounding video or what? God dang it. it. I love it. Well the second he said chump, I mean that chumps, was a dad yeah. video. The word I haven't heard that one in a while. Get I'm happy it was chumps. there, but it's weird. Mm. Yeah, go ahead, Maddie. Oh, I just uh it just takes me back and not that um Actually, my friends are dads now, but back when my friends weren't dads, um, I used to hang out and watch them play Halo, and uh, the noises they would make would just be like, no, (laughs) just like getting really into it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, well, listening to my son and his buddies play, it's very profane. Um, One time, I know that uh, my son was at his mom's house, and mom came home, and uh, Carter didn't know that his mom had come in the house, and... uh, Let's just say the uh, in-game dialogue was not quite the same that it was when mom's around. So um, it definitely sounds very, very different. All right, Blaine Kylo at SoloCore. Uh, tech gift guide that you've got put together. You've got a couple of good ideas here. Yeah, a couple. Um, but I've got to pick up on something Matt Maddie just said because there is actually Halo news um, as of yesterday. Halo inf- um, in- Infinity the new Halo game that was supposed to be coming out now but was delayed has now been given a new release window, and it's now fall 2021. So it's a year away, but um, Microsoft also released some images. It's looking pretty good, so I think that the extra year is going to make for a much better game. All right, Blaine Kylo um, and our technological world. Gift guides pre-Christmas. What do we have? Yeah, I do a tech gift guide. Um, in the Georgia Strait here in Vancouver every year. It published last week. And there's a couple of things for the home that I wanted to call out that are pretty cool. Sonos speakers, the wireless speaker sets that you can get, they've got a new one called the Move. And the whole idea is it's portable. So it's designed to be picked up and carried around. You don't have to worry about bumping it. You don't have to worry about having it on the picnic table if the kids are having a water fight in the summertime. So it's it's got a bit of resistance to water and the elements. You can get about 10 hours on a charge, and it comes with a charging base that will get you 50% of that charge in about an hour. And it connects, like all Sonos speakers, to your wireless network at home and will talk to the other speakers. You can set them up in pairs to get stereo and all kinds of stuff. So the Sonos Move is awesome. And uh, you can't do better than really good oral health in in your house. And so Oral-B, it's one of the leaders in electric toothbrushes. And we know that electric toothbrushes actually keep your teeth cleaner than regular manual toothbrushes. Oral-B's got a new one called the IO that actually has a pressure sensor in it. So make sure you're not brushing too hard and damaging your teeth and your gums. And also a timer because you're supposed to brush your teeth for two minutes. And the timer that's built into the new IO will help you know that you have brushed for the required length of time. Uh, that's a good idea. I can I can agree. I was one of those, and it's fantastic um, for that. I have a question about the uh, home speakers and, and the home automation stuff. Apple, um, the Apple Home stuff, like I want some simple things. Apple seems to be the most expensive and the least amount of flexibility. I don't know, like maybe some outlets, thermostat stuff, right? Just some basics, turn on some lights maybe. And is, is Apple's home anywhere near as good as all the Google multiples of options? 
the the difference with Apple is Apple's not actually creating any of those products. They only create the interface that works with them. So Google makes, I mean, Nest is all Google stuff, right? So you've got your Nest thermostat, your Nest um, CO2 sensors, um, and they work with all the Google stuff, but they also work with your Apple HomeKit. So all of those things, they're, it's getting better and better now that all of these things are kind of talking to each other and they're working together. Because Apple doesn't make the products, it's in their best interest to make sure that the products will work with HomeKit. So many of them do. But really, if you want to stay within an ecosystem, you're picking Google, which has got the speakers and it's got the, the, the Nest and things like that. Or you're going with Amazon's um, stuff and that's all the Alexa and the Echo stuff. So you've got speakers, you've got the ring doorbells and things like that. And then there's a hundred different providers of um, light bulbs that will work with all of them. Um, the Philips Hue bulbs are the best. They're really good. They tend to be expensive, but they give you the best functionality. And then there's a hundred different manufacturers now of different plugs and things like that that will work with most of the different providers. So you've got your Alexas from Amazon. You've got your Google stuff. And most of those things will also work with Apple's HomeKit if you're in the Apple ecosystem. Wonderful. Blaine Kylo at SoloCore, SoloCore.com. Thank you, sir, uh, for all the great stories, and we'll chat with you again next week. Sounds good, Shane. Nice to talk. Technological World and Blaine Kylo, he's basically the world's coolest dad, is really what it is. He gets, like, free TVs. My dad gets free video games, uh, which is cool. I mean, if you're going to pull out the dad card, um, Blaine Kylo, he, he's the one who's got the credential for you, for sure.